0: Your lack of patience is killing you. Slowing you down.
1: Welcome to the small is the new big podcast, hosted by Jacob Ransom. Uh, you know you're contagious. I said, Why well, am I contagious? He said, You know, I was spending some time working with you, and now I'm gonna start my own business. I said, Great, man, that's great. He said, Well, when you see it, you know, don't. It's nothing. It's nothing impressive. And I was explaining to him, never, never despise small beginnings
0: make sure you put that disclaimer in there like these are the opinions these are not the official opinions of ransom (laughs) digital or (laughs) no
1: i'm just kidding don't listen to anything we have to say but it's pretty good info yeah pretty much there we go okay so welcome to the smalls new big podcast i am your host jacob ransom we're gonna be talking to the legendary tj russell today uh he is the owner and founder of sunbear digital which is a newer agency you're based out of um, Colorado?
0: hmm Is it yep. Denver? or Based out of Denver, yeah.
1: Sweetness, awesome. So TJ is a longtime friend of mine. He's been moving around a bunch. Um, last I knew he was in California, now he just moved to Denver, so it's pretty cool for us to catch up. Um, he's also our resident SEO and Google ad and Google my business ninja. Um, he works a lot with us and our clients, especially when we need specialists for that kind of stuff. Um he's our resident ninja for that, and he is a legendary
0: um, <laughs> I don't know about legendary, come on.
1: <laughs> legendary for us, for our needs. So yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh just kind of what got you into this and we'll we'll kick it off.
0: Um well yeah, my name is TJ Russell, and like Jake said, I'm the founder of Sunbear Digital. And um <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh first started off pursuing graphic design that was kind of my main focus um and then that turned into branding brand strategy and then that turned into web design and then that turned into kind of like ux ui design and then um after kind of taking a step back and looking at um just all the local businesses that i would engage with um, and all the mom and pop shops and the service companies, you know, the plumbers, the electricians, the, you know, um, the construction worker, you know, the contractors, all these different businesses, um, they weren't super in need of like a UX designer or a UI designer or even necessarily like brand strategy. They, they were looking for leads. They were looking for, you um, like rankings on Google and all these different things. So out of kind of a necessity, I started to learn and dive into SEO and then um, learn Google ads. And I was running, um, I'm actually, this is my last week with the business that I've been working with for four years, I no, five years. Um, it's a big e-commerce business in the, the uh, hot tub niche. So, yeah, running a—it's one of the biggest uh, hot tub e-commerce online retailers in the nation, uh, and even in the world actually. And uh, yeah, so just learning how to do Google Ads at that level from day one has been really helpful and, and very interesting for sure. And uh, we've been seeing, uh, ever since I started doing it, seeing really a great return on investments. And uh, you know, there's always that learning curve, learning as you go and you can read a thousand books and you can, um, yeah, watch a thousand videos on YouTube or take courses, do all these different things. But until you get in there and start doing it, that's when things get real when you're actually using real money and, uh, real time and tweaking things, changing things, um, you know, diving into your keyword research, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, but that's, I don't even know if I answered your question or not, but that's, that's who I am. That's what I've, done and
1: yeah yeah no that's great and um i remember we've talked earlier and we went over kind of your story of how you got started in that stuff and it's an incredible story uh, i don't think we have time for it today but we will definitely be revisiting that in the future just because your story how you got involved with that stuff and your your journey through all those different um kind of specialities was really interesting and in how it kind of came to a point we'll definitely go over that in the future um And I remember you showed me some of your screenshots for some of your returns you're getting for that business. And it's just incredible. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, That's what I, yeah, I think I love that part about you and your, your uh, marketing is you're really good at taking those, like, not very flashy or like, you know, they're not easy to market. It's hot tub parts and stuff, you know? but you're, you''re you're really good at making sure that they're executing well um, both creatively and through the technical part um, to get good returns. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. What have you found in your experience of you know taking these companies that aren't very flashy? They may not be the coffee shops that are all over Instagram stuff? What if it's for these these um, these people like contractors and these guys who don't have you know very pretty jobs every single day? Uh, what's some of the ways that you're able to help get them online and effectively moving online?
0: Yeah. So I think the big, the biggest thing that I try to help people do is to take a step back and consider the customer. Um, Google has stated specifically when it comes to SEO and getting found on Google and getting leads and traffic online, Google is like, accounts for I think 90% of all search traffic online and then there's Bing and there's Yahoo so obviously Google's like the main focus Bing and Yahoo still you know people every once in a while use those Um, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah so I always try to like get the contractor and specifically people in that I found so many business owners don't actually think about user experience they don't think about Uh, They don't put themselves in the customer's shoes necessarily. They're more um, focused on running their business and, you know, the taxes and hiring people and, you know, all the crazy stuff that comes with running your own business. And so what I do is I try to go in and like, even just starting off, I'm like, Hey, like if you were searching for this on Google, what would you type in? Or like, like, you know, so we we start just slowly introducing different concepts into the conversation And then when it comes to website, it's like um, I I have them sit down and look at the top performing people and the top performing websites. And I'm like, um, if you're not willing to invest um, enough to, you know, look like these top ranking websites or these top notch guys, then you're not going to you're not going to rank on the first page. You're not going to you're not going to get as many leads. You're not going to be as as successful. So I go in and I show them like, yes, you can get away with having a crappy website, but what does it say about your business? What does it say about your values? Like, is that what you want? Like, do you want a crappy website or do you want to be the best? Um, So I try to like kind of cheerlead and rally them. It's like, you can do this. Like you can be the best and you can put forth, I don't like saying cost. I hate the word cost. Um, It's an investment. Yes, you're spending money, but you're not spending money on nothing. It's it's an investment that is one of the best investments you can make. Whether that's, um, you know, getting a, a website redesigned, optimized for local SEO, which is you know showing up in the in the map pack, you know, all these different things, um, and doing it the right way. Um, it's it's a worthy investment and successful businesses. Put money towards it because it works and because it's fruitful, and um, yeah. So I guess the first thing I try to get business owners to see is the value in knowing who their customers are, understanding them inside and out, and um, then after that, making the investment to deliver what they want in a way that is, you know, is right up. It is professional. Yeah. So if, if you're a professional, there's no reason you shouldn't have a professional website.
1: Yeah, totally. So you're saying to start out with strategy. You're saying before you even get into SEO, website and all that stuff, to start out with going through the strategy points, figure out who your customer is and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think you have to. Otherwise, you can end up wasting a lot of resources and time. Mm-hmm. And then just going back around the circle. Businesses do it all the time. We're like, especially with advertising, you're like, I don't understand why my ads aren't working. I'm like, well, have you done like user research? Have you done customer research? No. What's that? It's like, Oh, like, what do you, what do you think? It's like, it's like fishing. It's like, they have, uh, they have like a, a, a piece of starburst on the end of their fishing hook and they're out there in the ocean trying to catch these big tuna or something, which they, I don't know, that could work. There could be a story where that happened, but it's just not likely. Um, So you want to figure out who you're fishing for, who your audience is, and then create the perfect bait, essentially, and then start casting that out there and be consistent and keep doing it and you'll catch fish and you'll eat and you'll be happy.
1: Okay. Tell me about cheap SEO because I think we've talked about it in the past, but is that one of the things that's missing um, when you get one of these cheap SEO places can you tell us a little bit about that let's say a business wants to get into SEO you're like cool I'm sold you know what I see this guy offering SEO for 150 350 dollars a month Um, why wouldn't I jump in there yeah so I would put SEO
0: kind of in the same category as mechanics sort of Mm -hmm. um, where, yeah, someone can, someone, you can pay someone, you know, 200, 300 bucks a month to make you rank number one on Google. And then, um, and they'll say, I can, I can get you ranked number one in like a month. Mm -hmm. And then they send you a report and you have this, you're ranking number one for this long tail keyword that there's only, you only get like two website visits a month from it. Mm -hmm. So there's no, no traffic. That's, that's one example. That's one thing that cheap SEOs do is they, they make you rank for keywords that no one's actually searching for.
1: What's an example of like a long tail keyword that I wouldn't want necessarily. Um, Gosh, that's that's kind of hard. Uh, just, just, what do you mean? I've, I've never heard. What of- I mean is that
0: so, if if the search volume in when when an SEO person is doing keyword research, you have to be over a certain amount of search volume for mm-hmm. to that you know to make that relevant. You know, if there's zero competition for, you know, the best. Medieval style seamstresses in Tecumseh, Michigan.
1: <laughs> you know, it's
0: like, I ranked you number one for this keyword phrase, okay. key phrase, not keyword. Um, it's like, technically, yeah, okay, it's number one, but who cares? No one's looking for that. So you could, they gotcha. could have you ranking number one for a lot of different keywords that are in your niche, so to speak. But if it's not actually driving traffic to your website and no one's seeing it, no one's actually actively searching for it, um, it's useless. It's a waste of your money. So going back to the mechanic thing, like you can call um, your cousin or whoever who has kind of like worked on a car before, whatever. Just like pay them a couple hundred bucks to fix your engine, you know. But then – six months later, your car is in the same situation and come to find out he forgot to do this thing or forgot to put this thing back or like didn't, didn't tweak this thing enough or, you know, just mistakes get made and just the quality of the work that happens. Like, yeah, it can put a bandaid over your, your website and over your issue, but a lot of things are going to get missed. A lot of things are not going to get done or things are going to get done in a way that goes against the, the kind of the core values of what Google stands for. And then it's not a question of if they find out, it's about when they find out you will be penalized and your website could potentially, um, could not see the light of day on Google's search engine for a very, very long time. We're talking like years and years. Um, so wow. It's like, it's why I think growing up, like not in a super wealthy family, I would say we even kind of grew up poor, um, but it kind of puts this thing in you where like you want to get things cheap and you don't want to, not because you don't want to spend the money, but it just kind of creates a scarcity mindset in you. And so you try to figure out how to get things as cheap as possible, Um, which is not a bad thing as long as what you're getting is of good quality. So when you're out there trying to find the cheapest SEO, um, just don't expect much um, in long, long long-term actual real results because the way that Google works is it's kind of like this and then it kind of builds and goes up and then, um, in 2019, I think it's called E, E E-A-T, uh, or it's like engagement authority and I forgot what the T stands for. Um, traction I don't remember tacos but yeah tacos (laughs) but the the thing that um that happens is a a cheap seo guy will go in and he'll just stuff a bunch of keywords in um he'll buy purchase backlinks on like uh ppns which is a private blog network Mm -hmm. um or he'll do like crappy press releases just do go in and, and do all these things that are not They call them, they're either called black hat or they're called gray hat um, SEO tactics uh, where you're you're essentially, you're just cheating the system to manipulating the results. Um, You're basically cheating on the test to try to get companies' names ranked higher than others. Um, This can work in the short term scheme of things, but if you care about your business, you're not going to invest in crappy SEO because it's not gonna last. Like you'll go, gosh, you can even go for a year, and then Google finds all these shady backlinks that this cheap SEO built a year ago, and is like, oh, we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna show these results, because this backlink came from this random website built in Indonesia that uh, has nothing to do with your your business or like your, uh, your niche, so. It's just like, they, they, Google has gotten really good at telling what's, what's done the real way, like uh, with quality content that people are actually sharing, that blogs are actually featuring you in, um, and it's just natural as opposed to the unnatural way of buying links, um, trading things for links, just like all that kind of stuff. And backlinks are still like one of the most important things about SEO. But the way that you go about getting those backlinks makes all the difference and the quality of those backlinks. So all that to say, investing in cheap SEO can seem okay upfront, but then in the future it will it will definitely hurt your business and cripple your visibility online.
1: Gotcha. Are you seeing these bigger SEO companies doing the same sort of tactics? How are they able to to I assume they're more reputable than cousin who can do seo you know
0: um yes and no like i've seen big companies out there especially white label companies that use gray hat and i wouldn't go as far as saying like black hat like straight up illegal weird stuff but um there's no way that you could put in the the amount of time um that it takes to do real seo like I met a guy, I met with a guy, um, what, what was today? Sunday? Yeah, I met with a guy two days ago. And um, he he charges people 2500 a month for SEO. $2,500. Yeah. And he gets clients. But the thing is, his clients love him because it literally changes their business. It's like night and day difference. He That's delivers amazing results and not just results for a month or two. And I was, I was asking him about these things and he's like, yeah, we put in like, he personally puts in like at least 30 hours, um, at least 30 hours um, a month per client who's paying that. It might not seem like that much, but um, he himself, the owner of the business and he has nine other people working with him. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And if you have five clients, you know, in thirty, that's yeah, that's, that's a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's just it's just crazy the that these companies think that they can charge so little and get you and promise you these these results and promise you this many backlinks and this much of this like all these really super measured results when in reality, SEO is a is a very kind of a roller coastery process where um, you could be working for an entire month to get a really, really good backlink from this national company. So what that would look like is I'm going in and I'm creating um, like a 3000 word blog post with a video with images um, like that. I had to take pictures for like not stock photos, but like legit, quality content that people are going to be impressed by that people are going to naturally share. And then it has to be good enough so that you can get it on these big, um, notable authoritative other websites and other blogs. Um, yeah. So, uh, a giant company that only charges 300 bucks for SEO is not going to do that.
1: Gotcha. Could you go over a little bit of the basic terminology? So we're talking about backlinks, we're talking about press, um, SEO, stuff like that. Could you kind of explain a little bit about just a brief overview of how that kind of stuff kind of works with my business in terms of my website?
0: Yeah, so you mean like for a, are you talking specifically for a local business?
1: Yeah. So let's say I have a I have a local business. So I'm going to hire you for SEO and you're I see all these, you know, oh, we're gonna give you backlinks, we're gonna give you press, we're gonna give you this and that and this and that. Um yeah. and then I see another company that has like a different list of stuff. Like what, you know, in terms of some of the terminology, could you kind of explain a little bit? Like, so what is a mm-hmm. backlink? What is press? Why is that even included in SEO? So a a
0: backlink is when another website links back to your site. So, and there's different um, types of backlinks, there's no follow backlinks, there's follow backlinks, um, but in general backlinks are when when other websites uh, reference your company or your business, um, your business's website, um, so that, that naturally, if you just think about it with common sense, it's like, why would someone uh, choose to tell someone else about my website or share that on their own website? It's because it's helpful. If, if your business is helping people and they're doing something different and they're better than other places or they're running an amazing sale or um, like your your service is just out, out of this world and you're amazing, um, then yeah, naturally, people would be like, hey, if you're looking for a plumber, check this guy out. Here's a, here's a link to his website. Um, He's doing amazing work and very fair pricing, you know, stuff like that. Um, So that's backlinks. And um, so press, are you, are you referring to when I said, when I said press releases? Yeah. Yeah. So you can buy press releases. Um, And I've heard mixed results with it, but um, essentially you're you're paying a company to um release it's it's a press release saying hey this company exists in such and such town and they offer this and like they're except you you would write it in a more salesy marketing way Mm -hmm. um but you just have to be really careful with where that's being pushed to Um, and I would put that in the same category of like, there's probably really good press release businesses out there that are more expensive, but deliver uh, higher quality results. And then there's like cheap, like Chinese uh, companies out there that uh, are, you can buy press releases on, but then um, yeah, it's just kind of you, you, you run the risk of linking your website to uh, non-authoritative sketchy uh, websites. Essentially. Gotcha. Which makes your site
1: look scammy to Google.
0: Exactly. If they see scammy spammy links on your website, then it's just not a good representation of what, of who your business is or yeah, Google just doesn't, it doesn't like it. It's a red flag.
1: Gotcha. Um, At what point if I have a, a small local business um, and let's say I'm not running SEO right now. I have just a super basic website that my, you know, son threw up or something like that. Um, at what point should I really start looking at SEO being something we want to include? Um, and what, what should a business owner? Cause I remember I, just I first got started in this stuff and I had no idea, you know, I knew SEO was search engine optimization and it gets you rank one on Google. I didn't really know what went into it or anything like that mm-hmm. I and mean, it's a ton of different stuff but i think that there is definitely yeah. like a, a a specific set of things that a business needs um could you kind of go over that a little bit
0: yeah so um just boiling down to the basics um, just remembering that user experience is very important so there's on-page SEO, and then there's off-page SEO. And if you don't have the money to invest in off-page SEO, um, which is very important, you, you at least need to do on-page SEO, which anyone can do. If like if you can build a website or if you have someone build your website, they can also do on-page SEO optimization, um, especially if it's on WordPress. There's, there's uh, like Yoast SEO plugin, there's Rank Math, Um, There's just different SEO plugins out there um, that exist that kind of help. They don't do it for you, but they will guide you through changes to make on your, on your website. Um, So what key things that you need to realize is um, that when people look at your website on their mobile phone and it's not optimized for mobile, they're just going to leave. They're going to bounce. And um, even if, and Google's really cracking down on that now where if you're and I see it I'm shocked at how often I see it where you go to look up someone's website and it just looks like a shrunken down version <laughs> of their desktop and you have to zoom in to read stuff and there's like you can't click the buttons and it's just terrible terrible experience um so you have to have a mobile optimized website especially because I think it's uh, 65%. I want to say 65% of the searches on Google now um, are done via mobile devices. And especially in this day and age where we, we're we driving or we're, we're like out and about, we're at Walmart and they're like, oh, what's, where's the nearest like restaurant? And they're just typing in stuff on their phone. Like if your restaurant doesn't have an optimized page for mobile they're not going to come to your restaurant right it's just common sense so you have to get a mobile optimized Mm -hmm. it has to load fast Um, if it's taking six or seven seconds to load that's too slow way too slow and um there's tools that are out there like even google itself has a a a speed uh page speed insights i think is what it's called but you can type in your website, and it'll let you know what to change. how How long is taking to load? And um, yeah, so it has to be mobile optimized. It has to load fast, and then on page changes that gets a little bit technical. Where you're looking at like uh, optimizing your um, it's called your Google snippet. It's what people see when they when you type in a Google search. You know, you have the the little headline, and then the little description and the URLs there, all that stuff can be optimized and customized. So you wanna optimize those. Um, You wanna optimize the title of your website so that it's actually relevant to um, what people are searching for. So if you're a painting company, for example, um, you can, instead of having just a a slash services, it could say um, slash your, your website slash painting services in Tecumseh, you know, or something like that. Cause people don't, they don't care what the, what the URL is, you know, as long as it's not like random gibberish. Right, um, right. but the search engine sees that and it, you're just trying your best to be as clear as possible about who you are, where you serve and what you serve. So you're just trying to make that very clear to Google and, um, yeah, the, the first thing that Google looks at is, is your your title and the the URLs. So you want to optimize your URL, you want to optimize your, your title tags, which are your um, H1, H2, there's different headers and different things like that, um, which like I said, these plugins can help, the plugins I referenced earlier can help you out with that stuff. Uh, making sure that the actual written content on the website is relevant to what people are searching for. So don't write about, even if you're like, it's okay to write about your history. Like you, you want it to be good quality content, but you also want it to, to try to match with what they're looking for. Um, don't go talking about how, you know, your aunt Sally does this and, and blah, blah, blah. Just like, don't use it as your, your personal platform to tell your life story. <laughs> um, yeah. So make sure the content on your website's relevant. Um, and then, Images you want to optimize your images and then these are just all like on page stuff you can do. So you want to optimize your images. And what I mean by that is that when Google sees an image, it doesn't actually see a picture. It sees the name of that image. So whatever that image is saved as. So if it's, um, if you're getting using stock photos and it's like Shutterstock image, 0123589. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not gonna it's not gonna work Google's gonna see that and, and have no idea what what it's all about so instead you can name your image um, cabinet in installation in Tecumseh Michigan or whatever you know whatever your town is whatever your city is um, and then that's just another way that you can tell Google what you're all about and what you offer um, yeah. So I think there's, there's probably some other things that I'm, I'm missing as far as on page goes, when it comes specifically to local businesses and service professionals, um, you must, you absolutely must have a Google My Business account. Um, it is essential and I've seen local businesses rank, um, in, in the map pack and they don't even have a very good website. Mm-hmm. Like it barely, barely passes. You know the what's acceptable threshold, um, but they're still popping up in Google because a lot of other businesses. You might know, like, I'm, like what comes to my mind are the mom and pop shops that are amazing to work with in person, and like they've been in business for you know a hundred years and they're they're the best around. You know, like everyone loves them, everyone raves about them, but then you go to their website and it has been touched in like ten years. Yeah you know, and then you try to find them on Google and they don't show up and mm-hmm. you can make the argument of, Oh, we don't need Google. You know, we got word of mouth, but how much, how much easier would it be for them to build a, an incredible backlink library and just build um, traffic and all these things. If, if you already have the reputation offline, like it's going to make it that much easier for you to have reputation online.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, for those businesses, like you, you, there's crappy businesses outranking amazing businesses just because the amazing businesses haven't taken the time to invest in. And I'm, not, and I'm not talking a lot, a lot of time you can set up Google my business and like you just sit down in one night and do it. Right. So there's different things that you can do to optimize it, but even just having an account um, and just, you know, making sure you're filling out all the, everything that Google's asking for, just fill it out to the best of your ability, upload some pictures, some good pictures, no, no, junkie pictures just remember quality 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 and everything you do um, that'll just be helpful um, yeah so you gotta have a google my business account otherwise you're just missing out on a lot of traffic and um because that helps a lot with google maps which is another thing that drives a ton of leads a ton of business especially in this mobile um age that we live in where everyone's searching from their phones from there um even even at their house nobody just pulls out their laptop and. Like, it's so much more convenient to be, oh, I wonder about this. You just get it on your phone, da 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 da. Instead of getting your laptop, opening it up, waiting for it to turn on, then opening up Google, it's like, no, you just pop on your phone, boom, da 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 da. Yeah. And then along with that, the mobile trend, like starting to optimize for voice, mm-hmm. voice searches have increased, especially with the older generation, shockingly. Um, like, my mom loves using voice stuff. Like she does talk text. She doesn't even text anymore. She just talks into her phone and yeah, writes a exactly. message. You know, so <laughs> which which works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, so optimizing for that, um, and then uh, yeah, there's more. There's a more technical thing uh, called schema, which is kind of code that you that you put into your website, and this helps you um, show up on. The oh maybe they're all called snippets yeah so snippets are you know when you when you search for a movie there's there's different types of, of features you search for a movie and, it, and it'll Google instead of just bringing up a link to click on that'll take you to a page about the movie they automatically populate this information that has pictures of the cast it has yeah. like what the movie was filmed you know stuff like that. Mm -hmm. or uh, what's what's another good example, Um, products, online shopping. So you search for like red shoes, and instead of bringing up like, uh, what's the Zappos website link, and then this link, and then this link, Mm -hmm. it actually brings up images, little shopping images, Google Shopping, of all these different things. So there's there's ways that you can rank and get featured, it's called featured snippets, that's what it's called. Um, You can get featured on Google, so
1: that Google is showing content from your page without people even clicking on your link. I have seen that when they show like your services right then and there on yes. the page. And it's like yeah. almost exactly what you're saying. If you look up a movie, it shows like the trailers, the reviews, the cast, uh, where yeah. you can get it, the info, like when it was released, all that stuff like right there on the front page. And I have seen that a couple times with like local businesses where they show literally built in their services and stuff. You just click on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think the statistic was, I want to say 78% of the searches that happen on Google, people don't leave the first page of Google.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So even if you're ranking on the second page, like it just doesn't cut it. It's all right. But it's like you, you, you want to get on that first page because Google's gotten so good at delivering what people are looking for. They don't have a need to go to the second page um, unless they're really deeply searching. Cause sometimes um, because I have an understanding of SDO, like I will read through kind of skim through the first page and skim through the, the second and third and just kind of poke around and see like, who's going to answer my question in the way that I want to answered the best. Um, but most people, it's not like that. You just, you find what you need on that first page of Google. Um, okay. But yeah, if you can get a featured snippet, where if you're a plumber and it shows like your name, your, your, your snippet basically. And then under that, it has your reviews. It has your phone number. It has your different services that you offer. It shows you on the map, like where you are off to the side can populate the map and show you on there show Google business reviews on there. Like there's, there's, if, if that's like a very coveted piece of the cake that, um, if, if, you do, if you do SEO the right way, you can get it. But if, if you're paying a, a company $300 or whatever it is, um, just cheap, cheap SEO,
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably not going to outrank the people that are investing $2,500.
1: Gotcha. So you, you're saying there, there is a big difference between run-of-the-mill, cheap SEO and an actual specialist. Yes. Uh, In terms of what they can produce for your business. How long does it take a specialist to start seeing results? I know it depends on. Uh,
0: I would say naturally to start seeing results. um, Probably about local businesses, a little bit different. You can get a little bit quicker results. I would say between three and six months um, for local businesses but for international uh, brands or um, stuff that is outside of your local boundaries, like statewide um, and national, you, you won't start seeing results until probably six months, um, at least six months.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. So. Okay. So that's a pretty big um investment to put in upfront without seeing stuff come out. So you're, are you, we're seeing, you know, I have heard the technique of where you use a cheap SEO person for six months and then you switch to a, a specialized SEO person. Have you heard of that tactic?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you can do that. But um, again, once your website's linked to something, like who, who do you want to link yourself with? just think of it that way like you if you are if if they're not guaranteeing and they they can't guarantee good quality backlinks for that for that price um yeah but um yeah i just think if you're gonna do it that way you just have to understand the risk involved like i'm not saying don't do it but kind of like just don't do it
1: (laughs) yeah so you're saying it'd be better understand understand the risk until you can afford it, than to hire a cheap person to do it. Until right. Until you can afford it. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, and that that's probably like, that's less risky than just constantly staying with a cheap SEO. Because mm. um, at least if you do get to a quality level um, and they start building author- more authoritative backlinks, um, Google's going to see that and they're going to respect that. So... Um, but still having having bad shady backlinks can can damage your rankings because you just have to think about your competition someone out there is willing has someone out there is just not trying to be cheap and they're just trying to be the best yeah. <laughs> so you're competing against that like yeah. if you if you're okay with showing up on the second page you know after a while of just doing like not quality SEO, um, then that's your business. But if you if you want to be the best and if you want to make the big bucks, you got to put in the money.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Invest agree. In quality. Yeah. I could talk about that for a while. People who don't want to put money into stuff are going to attract clients who don't want to spend money. So they're in this perpetual cycle of like, Dealing yeah. with people who don't want to pay money and then not wanting to ever pay money for stuff. Um, you know, and then I must, I do want to
0: say like, it's not always about just the person. Oh, the person's cheap. It's not always about that. Sometimes people literally just don't have the money, Yeah. but they understand that it's important. So they want to do something. Um, which, gosh, I don't, I don't know what, what my advice to them would be. Um,
1: well, I mean, if you don't have the money uh, you want to get the result, you either have to like figure out a deal with someone or like,
0: yeah, like a trade
1: or, or learn to do it yourself. Or yeah, that's true. Learn to do it yourself. In my opinion, yeah. that's your only options. Otherwise you're going to pay someone else to do it. Who's an expert.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Wow. Going back to fixing your car. Sorry. Low battery.
1: No problem. How much, do you have, how much more time do you have today? Um, Pretty close.
0: Not that much. Okay. Actually,
1: How much more? You got five more minutes?
0: Yeah. Five minutes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Sweet. Yeah. We will go over um, ads uh, on on another episode. Cause I know that we're talking about, uh, I remember we had mentioned something like how SEO in 2020 is starting to shift and change um, in terms of how Google is handling SEO versus ads. Could you give us kind of a little primer for that before we go? Um, like how Google's kind of changing up ads. Yeah. And how they're beginning to be a little more ad centric over SEO centric. Yeah. Well now if you look at um,
0: ads are, that's how Google makes money is from ads and Google doesn't plan on going out of business anytime soon. So, you know, essentially that they, obviously they care about the user experience. and That's the one thing I, I appreciate the most about Google as a company they really do value user experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, they value ads. And um, you'll notice the changes they make are subtle, but over time, um, they're kind of blending it. Like, for example, the, the way that ads actually look on Google now, they're starting to look more and more like an organic search result. They're just kind of blending in. The, the ad with the organic um, and yeah with the little icon that pops up now
1: mm-hmm.
0: your, your website will have or your Google ad which is another reason you need to, that's another thing you can optimize, it's called a favicon um, it's just that little tiny symbol that pops up in, at the tab of your web browser um, yeah it's just another little thing you can optimize but that pops up next to your name in your Google, when your Google snippet shows up. Um, but yeah, so that's just one example where now Google has little icons next to the ads, but also next to um, organic search results. So they, they look, it's a, it's a little bit harder to tell. Because before, yeah. they didn't have that on organic search results, it was just on ads, that little symbol. But now, Google's populating that on pretty much all search results. Um, But then even the way that that pages are structured is you have ads and then you have, or sometimes like ads are even down here and then you have the featured uh, snippet or shopping ads and then you have these types of ads and then you have the map with local listings and then there's local business or there's uh, local map ads that you can have and then there's like down here. And then organic search results are like, way down towards the bottom of the page. And there's like four of them, (laughs) you know? Um, So ads are, are definitely an important thing. And then going along with Google ads is like YouTube ads, which would be like a whole nother topic um, for another day. But yeah, so those are great for just seeing instant, instant results. Um, but the thing is, it, it costs money. Advertising costs lots of money. So yeah. especially if you're in a competitive niche, it can be really hard. Like construction, you know, just uh, depending on your area, um, you can get extremely, especially when you get into big cities. Yeah, just you need yeah, to have yeah. a good budget for, for ads. <laughs> Everybody, they, every
1: single big company is paying for Google ads. And you're exactly. Against them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's one thing that I learned about, like, even in logo design. Um, there's a reason that huge companies have really simple, clean, basic logos. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a reason that they pay the agencies that design those logos or the designers, you know, $50,000, 100000 half a million dollars, a million dollars to design these super basic symbols. Um, it's because of risk. It's because of timelessness and it's because of reputation.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, so from just an encouragement to like SEO people, like if you want to make the big bucks, like put in the hours and the, the educate, like get educated and start doing things the proper way. And, um, raise your prices and start landing bigger clients. But, and then from the business owner's perspective, like going back to risk, like what are you willing to risk? Are you willing to, you know, is it, is your business worth saving an extra, you know, 300, $400 a month? Yeah. Uh, or even an extra thousand dollars a month, depending on how big your business is. Um, like, is it, is it worth your website tanking next year? You know, after you've fired the SEO guys because you found out they stopped working after, after six months, but you're still paying, paying them.
1: Yeah. which
0: <laughs> <I think laughs> happens all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I get is it. It's so sad. Yep. I think I've seen that happen um, uh, myself as well. So I think we're we're out of time. So let us know where we can find you um what you're up yeah. to obviously you just started your agency yeah so um, i launched it in january and it's february right now
0: but i had a little bit of an identity crisis so i'm like re- redesigning <laughs> redesigning some of my some of my website just making it look and feel more like me uh, i was trying to i was trying to be some someone that i'm not and i don't want to do that so um, yeah in the process of of still redesigning but you can still visit it and see uh, see, it's sunbeardigital.com. So, Sunbear is, uh, yeah, it's my wife's nickname is Sunshine, and my nickname.
1: Oh, and it looks like we lost him. His computer might have died. But I am going to be reaching out to him in a second, but it looks like we just lost him. So, guys, looks like that might be the end of the episode. Um, Unless he hops in here in the next couple minutes to finish out his exit, um, you can also find TJ inside of our free Facebook group. Uh, it's called Service Business Mastery. Uh, it's in Facebook. You have to apply to get on in it. It is for service business professionals only. You have to have a service business uh, in order to get in. But TJ is an admin in there in there as well, and he, we are in there answering questions, giving advice, uh, and. We have tons of content coming out constantly. Um, Starting, I think, next month, we're going to begin premiering the episodes or actually showing live uh, these podcast episodes inside of uh, that group. So it's completely free to get in. Um, You just got to look for it, Service Business Mastery uh, on Facebook. And thank you so much, guys, for spending time with us, and we'll see you on the next one.